And thank you for making the machine a part of your daily morning routine. And what a great morning it is today. And part of that morning routine throughout the month of August has been Black Business Month. We've been giving our flowers out to some phenomenal black businesses and organizations that have not only stood the test of time, but continue to have phenomenal growth. Now, of course, this whole entire month, we have presented it. And when we say we, we mean Situations Media Entertainment. All of this is presented by Situations Media Entertainment, which is the parent company of this phenomenal radio station that you hear every single day. So, Let's talk about our guest today. Our guest is no stranger to The Morning Machine. She appeared on The Morning Machine live in studio before. It's been a long time. However, let's remind you that she is a fiery, God-fearing, God-loving, serial entrepreneur who is unafraid to go after the desires of her heart. Now, she discovered at a young age her passion for helping, motivating, and inspiring all whom she encountered, and she set out to make this her life path. Now, she is quite a coach, a cheer coach at that, and she became that at the age of 15. I mean, she just did it all combine the talents of coaching, designing, organizing, and serving the community. She graduated from the Georgia State University down the block with a dual degree in urban education and African American studies. And of course, her portfolio in in working in the nonprofit sector included top companies such as Mercedes-Benz Home Depot and Mission of Grace in Haiti. I could go on all day with her accomplishments and everything. She's got such a long bio, but we have so little time to go through the whole entire bio. However, (laughs) I want to say this. I want to say a big welcome back to ATL for Haiti's own. And that means Atlanta for Haiti. We put ATL for sure. ATL shout. Megan Celeste Two Impress is back on the morning machine. Good morning. Hello there. How you what's doing? Up, what's up? Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing great. Absolutely. Um, good morning. Good morning. Absolutely. What a phenomenal morning it is to have you back. It's been a long time since you've been on the morning machine, and we rocked it out before, and certainly we are going to rock it out again, most certainly. Yes, so. Sir. And you know how we do it, but I do want to talk about ATL for Haiti, right? And this is definitely a phenomenal organization that is definitely outreaching many different efforts to Haiti. So just kind of for the new listeners out there in in the world of Radio Land, just kind of talk about how ATL for Haiti got started and its journey till now. Thank you, Robert, for the warm um, introduction and awesome energy. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Megan Celeste, and um, I'm the founder of Atlanta for Haiti. Um, we are the Atlanta for Haiti Foundation, and we basically are an outreach organization. Um, We focus on mobilizing volunteers 
black volunteers. Um, well, you can, you don't have to be black, but we focus on engaging our people to serve our people. Mm-hmm. So what that looks like is, you know, we have volunteers from all over the country who go through our volunteer training process. And then after they complete that process, they are ready to be an ATL for Haiti team member, and they serve with us abroad in Haiti and at the Haiti-Dominican Republic um, Dominican Republic border. Um, so we have folks that go abroad to serve, and then we have people that do the work um, locally, but everybody's working together to reach our people. Absolutely. And reaching the people you have. And, you know, we talked last year about the missions and what have you. We, 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 in your last visit, we talked about the missions and can you kindly speak on those initiatives that you have accomplished to date? Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so like, I never really thought about service being an accomplishment because I feel like that's just what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Shirley Chisholm said, service is the rent that you pay for living on this earth. Mm -hmm. So I'm just paying my rent to be on this earth. But essentially, um, we've led over 30 outreaches to Haiti, serving in multiple cities, Um, Port-au-Prince, which is the capital of Haiti. Mm -hmm. um, We've we've done extensive work there at Teach Haiti School um, and just in the community in general, providing aid. Um, to families and children, be it food, water, hygiene items, and things like that. We've also done work in a city called Karies, Haiti, um, which is about an hour from um, the capital. Um, It's like going north Haiti, and we've done work there for Mm -hmm. the last, I would say, six years, serving alongside Mission of Grace Haiti, who's basically adopted a village And we work with them to raise awareness and resources um, for the elderly, youth, families. Um, We even serve and sponsor what many of the people in that community, um, what it would be their one meal of day. Um, So, yeah, we, we, we serve at the soup kitchen, making sure folks in the community can get at least that. Um, you know, so, and then we've touched other parts in Haiti, of course. I, I think what has been my, um, my most proud moment with ATL for Haiti has been our, in well, last year when there was another earthquake that hit in 2021. So yeah, that was I heard ago. about that. Yeah. And that was the last time I was in the situation as well. Yeah. And, absolutely. um, basically an earthquake hit and left thousands of folks displaced. And we utilize our um, social media to basically get celebs on on board with us to help us raise money and supplies. And through that, Jessie Wu, who's an actress, she led it. Yeah, she's on Wild and Out now, as a matter of fact, from what I understand, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's so awesome and very generous. Yeah. Um, We raised about $35,000 just in about two, three weeks. Yeah. And um, and in, in addition to the thirty-five thousand dollars that we raised, we also received, you know, 
donation as far as people donating their tractor trailers, barrels. So basically what we did was we organized an earthquake relief mission. We had hundreds of volunteers. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Our Legacy Center in East Point. They allowed us to set up shop in the Legacy Center. We put about 50 barrels in their warehouse space, and we had volunteers from Morehouse College. I was one of them. I came through, too. You pulled up. I sure did. Yes, thank you guys so much for coming. Everybody pulled up with the goods that we needed. Um, We used JW Black-owned trucking company Mm -hmm. that helped us get our tractor trailer from Atlanta to Miami, from we got it to Miami, and then we we were basically able to, through all of that, we were able to send multiple tractor trailers of essential goods directly to Haiti, and we raised enough money after all we got all those goods to, to make sure that the people that needed that stuff the most got it. So it's not like yeah. we did all that and it never reached. We got it through. We got it to villages. We got it under little huts, under little tents to people that were displaced by an earthquake unexpectedly. Again, in a country where people are literally making two American dollars per day. Wow. And, you know, it's so interesting that, you know, this this outreach, your work has an outreach that literally spans beyond Haiti as well, because even though, you know, Haiti was the one with the earthquake, but then you it's expanded beyond the scope. And now this outreach is even stronger than what it was even then to now it's it's even more consistent with that with that outreach and when i say i'm not saying that it's not consistent what i'm saying is that sometimes when natural disasters happen it most organizations is a one off and then they come back local and then when something else happens they go to another place or something of that nature you continue to stay in Haiti and continue to outreach, continue, continue, continue. What drives you to yes, continue that, that outreach? Wasn't even I wasn't even planning to, and thank you for acknowledging that. Like, honestly, I always wanted to be a world traveler, like just growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I just knew I was going to be traveling and serving like all across the world, you know? And I know I'm still going to get to do that. But for whatever reason, God just, have had me in Haiti the last six years, building relationships, raising awareness, and all of that. So, yeah, I, I personally have been to Haiti over 35 times. Yeah, it, it, it's um, like, it, it's now become now a Haiti. second home. Yes, I met my man in Haiti, and my kids are Haitian. So, yeah, I got Haiti tatted on me, the map. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but it's just really important to... Um, build relationships. We're not saviors. We're not, um, we're not coming there to fix their problems. We, right. What I like to do in our outreaches, I like to work alongside the folks who are already doing the work in the community, people that are Haitian, who know what their people need, who know what they want to eat, what they, what they want in their book bags, what we should put in the hygiene kits, you know, true to the culture. So we're just sidekicks, you know, and we've just been able to, you know, do it with God's grace, honestly. So, um, yeah, I'm really passionate about it, and um, I'm excited that folks who are tuning in are going to get to know more about how they can get involved with the global mission right 
from their desk or right from their homes. Like, it's really easy to get involved. You know, it's interesting. You, you spoke on the mission. And when we look at the mission, because as always, I, you know, there's there's research. You, a lot of people research. They may be pulling up uh, some that know your website. If you don't know the website, it's ATL, the number four, Haiti, H-A-I-T-I dot com. And you look at the mission statement. It's basically you're, you're conducting this mission and you're like i said there's organizations out there no it's not a disrespectful thing or anything like that but other organizations tend to pick a spot when something happens outreach and then not show up until the next natural disaster you are you continue to go back you continue to serve the land and i'm Mm -hmm. sure they now you have the people of Haiti, constituents like elected officials, whoever, that may tend to reach out to you and say, hey, look, it's one call. They know you by first name basis. Hey, um, you know, there's some things that we need down here. Could could we try to could we um, come together and do uh, do something else or something something yep. fun or something of this nature that can still outreach it, it now it becomes a well-rounded non-profit organization and not just the mission is no longer just tied to donations it's tied to other exactly. things that can really help expand the horizons of atl for haiti so from your last visit until now how has the expansion of ATL for Haiti's mission become even more prevalent today than it was back the last time we spoke about it? Yes, and you're so right about, thank you for that, um, just that productive thought that just energized me because it's so true because I get hit up all the time <laughs> from organizations and families and communities in Haiti. Um they know that we don't just come there when something bad happens. We just, we always just checking on them and making sure that they're good and using whatever resources that we have. Our latest project um, is so fun and um, it's going to be a lot of hard work, but I want to share it with you guys. Um, but basically how we've evolved now, we've actually adopted our own school in Haiti. Nice. It was a school that was open, but um, it closed. It was closed for two years because of just financial hardship and everything that was going on in Haiti. If you're not, if you're not aware, there's been some um, just economic and political wars, I would say, and challenges in Haiti um, that affects the school. Let me first by let me first start by saying education is not free in Haiti. There are no free schools in Haiti. Wow. Um, if you want to go to school and be educated in Haiti, your parents have to be able to afford for you to go to school in Haiti. Um, Some education facts about Haiti, only one in three children will reach the sixth grade. Education is not free. Only one in three, one out of three um, children in Haiti will reach the sixth grade, okay? 75% of Haitians are unemployed and living in extreme poverty. 
So when you think about 75% of the people living in poverty, and when you think about only one and three, one out of three kids being able to make it to the sixth grade, you can see that there's a huge problem um, with, 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 with resources and structure as it relates to educating the youth. So um, Dream Community School Haiti is in Grestier, Haiti, and we adopted that school this year. And what we've been doing right now before fully relaunching the school, well, first the school is gonna serve kids ages five to 12. And in the first year of reopening it, we'll be able to serve about 50 to 60 students in the first year. Now, we'll have to get sponsors for all those kids, which is right. about $400 a year mm-hmm. but every per child. But every year, we will be able to add on um, to the school. The school is, has tables. It's a structure. It's safe. Right. It, you just need the resources and the know-how to, to keep the school alive. So mm-hmm. we adopted the Dream Community School in Haiti. Right now we're running, you can check out the progress on this project on our Instagram um, mm-hmm. and Facebook, ATL for Haiti. But right now we're running a summer program assessing the kids. Um, a lot of the kids don't read on grade level, so we have to go through all of that. We've hired teachers, mm-hmm. and we're hoping to open the school officially in October when schools go back in Haiti. Mm-hmm. So this is important because this is not just um, a hygiene item that they're going to use one time that, though it may be helpful, um, they're going to still need more hygiene items after this. Mm-hmm. Education is a long-term investment to the whole child, not just giving them food, not just giving them stuff, but educating them and allowing them to be put in a position where they can create a better future for themselves. So we're excited that um, we're partnering with Dream Community School Haiti and that we're going to be reopening it and that we're going to be getting these kids um, sponsors and they're going to be on a pathway freedom essentially so that's how wow. we evolve. that is awesome that is awesome and i i did not know that schools education is not free in haiti you know we are blessed it tells you how blessed we are in the united states to be able to have a free education until we get out of grade school then you got when it gets to college, then you have to, you know, start dipping in the old pocket and finding some money on how to make it work just to get a further yeah. education. But we yeah. are blessed to have some free education here in the yep. States with our school systems. And I know yep. everybody's not seeing eye to eye these days on what to teach your kids, especially our African-American kids, right? But in, in most states are having that, but it's still a free, it's still a free education. We can ha- we can, we can do that all the way up until you graduate high school. Yeah, they absolutely. don't have that, but they don't have that in Haiti, Mm-mm. which is very tough. Where... Yeah. It, 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 it's just crazy, man. Like, just knowing that majority of the kids in the country won't receive an education, period. So if we don't do the work that we're doing at the Dream Community School, then the kids in Gressier community, they won't be educated, period. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that needs so. to change. And and so, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to make sure that, you know, we do what we can to help because if we can continue to bridge the gap like you're doing, 
and we do that collectively and we grow that collective effort that's already been done, I think at mm-hmm. this point, then it will it will continue to thrive and not only just thrive, but now we're going to see the fruits of that labor. The fr- You're going to see you're already seeing your mission normalized, but mm-hmm. it gets further than that along the journey. And that's absolutely moving. You're already, it's already moving as it is now to see you consistently go back and not do what most other organizations do, especially nationally known and not, and definitely not black run. Just Mm. saying you're doing, you're putting in the work that others would want to just kind of jump and skip around and wait for a natural disaster to happen. I keep saying that for a reason. I know this is the third time that I've said that, but I need you to understand your your level of greatness when, when speaking about this particular, this particular nonprofit organization, mind you is beyond the website, ATO for Haiti.com. She does the work. The team does the work. The volunteers do the work. Trust me, I know that. I w- I was a volu- I was a volunteer in in when we pulled when we pulled up. I made sure the people knew how to get it done. And when and when I arrived on Oh no, go ahead. And you've also donated to us financially too, so we're super grateful for that. You know, you know we did. You know we did. That's what we do. This this is what Situations Media Entertainment does. We we do this. So you know, yep. and, and and we do this for a cause, and we're not looking to get. You know, none of us are looking to get likes or get recognition for that. We do what's right in our hearts. We do what's right in our hearts. We would want people to do that for us. We would want that, right? So why why Absolutely. why not us? Exactly. And I want to remind the folks listening, y'all, that Haiti is actually only a three hour flight away. Like we're in Atlanta, like um, Robert and I are in Atlanta. It's only a three hour flight away, y'all. It's, it's it's part of the diaspora. It's our people. We are li- we can literally reach out and touch mm-hmm. Haiti. Yeah. So if you want to get connected and get involved, definitely tap into what Atlanta for Haiti, ATL for Haiti is um, is doing. As a matter of fact, you know what, and and that that is a great segue. But I I do have one more question for you before I get all the fine following connections and all of that good stuff. Because look, we've been here before, and you know now I can talk about how things have progressed, but. How did I want to ask you the work that the level of work that you have done, the extensive level of work that you have done from the last meeting until now, just how much in awe are you of the growth of this organization? How much am I involved in awe of the growth? Yeah, I'm involved, this. involved. No, I know you're involved, <laughs> but I'm saying in awe, like, uh, like, how do you feel about the growth of 
Oh, how do I feel about the Yeah, in in all like mm. excitement, ecstatic. Yeah, that in oh, all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it it can sound a little different over the phone, but you you we you know what's mm. going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I I get you. I hear you. Um, how do I feel about the growth of ATL for Haiti? I feel like we're not a perfect organization, mm-hmm. um, but that we do great work, and that the way we get better is to continue aligning ourselves with folks who understand what we're doing and not, you know, just be pressed. Like we're not a, we're not pressed for IG likes. Like when we post, we post because we want people to know exactly what we're doing. We're not trying to be like no, any other organization because we know that there's no organization like us. I feel proud of our originality that it was birthed and created just out of passion and just obedience to God. Um, there are things that, you know, we just want to get better at. That's what any business or any nonprofit or any organization, you just want to be better than you were at this time last year. Like I just want to constantly be growing, developing, you know, our volunteer program, just sharing our story better online. Cause a lot of time the work get done and we don't even post about it, but. And you don't have to can strategically start sharing the stories um, of the people that we actually serve, then we'll get a better response from our donors and, you know, partners. But mm-hmm. altogether, I'm really I'm thrilled about the opportunity to serve with ATL for Haiti. Um, it's been six years, and you're right. There are not a lot of gr- that I know of in Atlanta of millennial. We're, first of all, I'm millennial. I'm black. I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I started out at Albany State. I graduated at Georgia State. First by the way, such a beautiful student. family, by the way. Go ahead. I must be. I, I had you. to say that. Thank you. Appreciate that. And, um, you know, this is all just, it's all good, honestly. So I'm, I'm really, I just feel chosen to do this work, and I'm excited that I can get others on board like rudy simpson who's our board member shout out to rudy Rudy. how i know about the situation show and um rudy actually came on a outreach trip with us to haiti um and from there has been like a major advocate of what we're doing so people just we just keep doing what we're doing and people that align with us keep on coming on board and we just get better and we keep growing and we keep being able to make better impact Mm -hmm. um in Haiti. Absolutely. And the phenomenal work you're doing is not going unnoticed. And I want to say thank you so much for putting in that work and doing so consistently and staying true to the goal and the mission, which is to serve the residents of Haiti. Serve definitely and continue to serve. You didn't, you don't straddle the fence. You said, No, I'm going back to Haiti. 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 You, you've been there so much that this is a second home. You serve so much that you're well respected there and they are excited when you show up at home. You see, you see where I'm going with that? They are excited because they know that you have put in the work. And if anybody's going to help them, it's going to be you. And they trust sure. and believe in your work. And that journey, that marathon continues. When they believe in that work, 
you are always you you pretty much and it's not even about this but it's beyond this though you know you get you're well respected when you come home they love you so much and it's not just a local area or confined to one area this is an entire country that embraces you yes it's been such an incredible um journey just to be able to have our brothers and sisters in a whole nother country embrace us for who we are and what we're trying to do for them for us absolutely and and with that yeah, and I thank you so much for coming on and, and talking about ATL for Haiti once again. And um, now I, I can't have it be too long before you come back again, but definitely yes, great to hear from you again. And um, thank you so much for coming on. But before before you go, let everybody know how they can find you, follow you, connect with you, and most importantly, donate and get involved. Yes, thank you so much, Robert, um, for having ACL for Haiti on. It's been, it's been great. Um, we'll be back. And Absolutely. everyone, um, just connect with us um, on all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, ATL, the number four, Haiti.com. You can sign up to serve. You can shop our Amazon outreach registry. And you can even donate to help us get the Dream Community School in Haiti open this October. Other than that, just Keep amplifying the voices of our brothers and sisters in Haiti, which is the first independent, free black nation ever. So just know that Haiti needs us and that um, they they revolutionized once and they can revolutionize again with our help. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll see you guys around in the city. And Robert, thank you so much for, for having us. Absolutely. And we'll have you back more times than you can even think of so that way we can keep the journey alive it's going to stay alive but we want to make sure the people know that the journey continues to stay alive and very much well so thank you so much once again megan celeste to impress see i uh, see only i can say that because she's been here before (laughs) like tina marie she's been here before so but thank you so much for being on the morning machine and we really appreciate the work and carrying out this mission is just absolutely amazing to to really see the mission normalized. So thank you for everything that you continue to do for the nation of Haiti. Thank you, Robert. And thank you everyone for listening in. Be blessed. Absolutely. More music right now, right here on the morning machine.